this is some bonus content of debates never die. Today we have a returning guest, Lesiba Masala, offering yes, sir. after a win instead of an L. We don't bring you only for the bad news. We're here for the good news. This is your chance, sir. Let's get your shit off. How are you feeling? <laughs> hey, man. Uh, what can I say? Seventh heaven? Are we using that too much? Use it again. Use it again. I'm happy listen, with it. Listen, listen. I, um, I can't describe um, the elation that I'm still currently feeling from the scoreline. This is... Without a doubt, the most embarrassing scoreline in Manchester United's history. People bring up stats from 1930s, whatever. It's schedule, guys. This is the most embarrassing scoreline in their history. We've completely annihilated them. And before I talk my shit, I actually want to get um, a little bit serious about what I think United's biggest problem is. Maybe a bit of an unpopular opinion. You, you let me know. United have terrible fullbacks. Terrible. Disastrously but, bad fullbacks. It's not just hello. Both of them. I, either side, really, really, really terrible fullbacks. And I think that a lot of our goals exploited that weakness. I mean, coming from those wide situations, they're closing down abysmal. And we got to exploit them in the air as well, of course. But I mean... Salah and Nunez, Gagpo, just firing on all cylinders. The butcher of Manchester. Where is he going, blood? Which way is he going? I can tell you now for a fact. Um, this United never fooled me. They never fooled me. It's a shit team. De Gea is still in goal, bro. Still in goal. The geriatric Casemiro. Is maybe having the last of his glory days now. I mean, yeah, of course his performances have been good this season, but come on, you don't do a rebuild with him and Ericsson, Fred, Oaks. The same problems are still there. Varan, they booted him. He's toast. And then Anthony and Vegos, come on, man, come on. They never fooled me. So, uh, yeah, yeah. That's that's the shit I got to say about United because she was terrible, terrible. Team. That is absolutely scathing. Um, I'm I'm actually kind of shocked. I, I, <laughs> I spoke I spoken to you earlier today about the same thing, and I, I I didn't think that you were this this confident and this fixed in your in your oh, opinion sure. of them. Do you think that this has been about smoke and mirrors all season long? All season long. Look, new manager bounce is a really big thing. I think Ten Hag has a plan. I think he's a really great coach. Um, but he's working miracles. He's working miracles. This team sucks. I mean, McTominay, Sabitzer, Malassia, Elanga, they all came on. Who, who are these niggas? Who are these people? This is not title. This is not a title-winning team. These are not great players. Mediocre at best. At the best. These guys you, you, don't think, you don't think it's you don't think it's harsh to be expecting to have been title winning players. They they couldn't have been. It's it's, it's year one. I, it? Exactly, and it's actually not my expectation. It's theirs. United fans are starting to say no. We could win the league. Win the sh- league? Sh- surely that's only the the most misguided. I don't think anyone oh. truly believes it. No. 
you know the thing is about um, starving in the desert, thirsty, thirsty in the desert, is that even a single drop of water, man, that hope, that hope, the the mirages that you will start to see, it's it's uncanny. Ten Hag is doing these working miracles, as I said before, but this is smoke. This is not a good team. It's not a good team. United fans are getting gassed by these good performances. But this is not a team that can stick or hold. Rashford's form is right on schedule. That's a player that should be playing as he's playing right now. But who else is who else is on that level in this team? Who else? It's, uh, it's a tough question. But, well, first of all, I think... To say on his level, it's very kind. I'm, 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 I'm not a Rashford fan, but that's not it. I'm a Rashford sympathizer. I'm glad that he's currently enjoying this moment of form. Um, on his level, I'd say Casemiro has performed to a similar standard this season. I think Ericsson, um, you know, close to tax, like included, um, you know, to have to be performing the way he's performed this season, having died two years ago. I, I, I don't think we can oh, ever wow. praise. I don't think we can ever praise what Ericsson's doing in in any capacity as a footballer enough. For me, that is the single most impressive accomplishment I've seen in a very very long time. Um, yeah. But yeah, Ericsson, Casemiro, Rashford are probably like their three best players. Know that those are all three very good players and players who I would say would start for your team. Actually, Rashford. Actually, arguably, Rashford might be the only person who wouldn't start for you of the three I just named. Mm, mm. So, Perhaps. you know, I, I, I think you are being slightly harsh in your assessment of them. Oh, um, I feel like I get to be. We beat them, so no. But, uh, you, um, you, you know, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> but more to your point, though, more to your point, especially considering um, Ericsson and Casemiro. Um, one who's a ghost, as we've established, and the other, um, seemingly on decline. I mean, I say seemingly because I think that perhaps we expected it. His move to England, you know, it's a lot tougher, it's not like La Liga, it's not Real Madrid either. So, you know, he's gonna have to work a lot harder than he has in a few years. And he's already proven a lot of his doubters wrong. Casimir is still a top player. The thing is about those two midfielders you mentioned who probably really would start for Liverpool is that they're both 31. Mm. They're 31 years old. I mean, Thiago, how old is Thiago? 31 as well, right? Um, Thiago, I think, I think he's 30, actually. I'm not entirely sure. See, uh, I, I don't want to be building Liverpool's next midfield on him. And I don't think that United fans should be happy that their midfield rebuild is built on them. I'm just the point I'm trying to make really is that I don't think that they should be settling for this. I agree that the players on Rashford's level this season have been those two, but even then, Rashford can stay. Rashford is something to build a team around, but those two, they got to start looking for other answers, you know? Because mm. to bring on McTominay at this stage of the game, we want to win a league. Come on. Seven, no, no. Look, I, I think, I think. Look, you're, ma- you're making points about where they are, definitely. And tr- truthfully, I, I want, I want to tell you to 
to take a step back and, and leave the the hectic assertions. But you have just one seven no. You, this is arguably actually I say arguably this is definitely the happiest moment you've had this season, right? Correct in assuming that. <laughs> so in fact, let, to take a step further, what do you think about United going forward from this? Do you think that they have like any any recourse, any 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 cause for optimism in the bigger picture of their season? So this this season in particular, yeah. I think that this was a big wake-up call. I think Lissandro Martinez was a really good uh, addition to the squad. Um, I think that some of the younger players, Garnacho, even Elanga as well, have bright futures ahead of them. Um, but now is really time for leadership in the team. United's captain is a joke. He's a joke. He's a meme. He doesn't even play for the club anymore. And if that's happening to your captain, where do you look to for leadership? I mean, I think it's been pretty um, um, public, the um, lamentations that Ten Hag has had about his players who don't perform. And that kind of cruel, um, strict hand can be effective in disciplining players, but to inspire them going forward? I don't know. I feel like they really need a leader. If we're comparing Liverpool and United, I've always felt that that's something that's carried the fans through for Liverpool. That we have so many leaders in the squad. That even through the tough times, we can expect better times to come because of the quality of the leadership in our team. I just don't see that at Manchester United. Mm. Damning. Damning assessment. But you're, but, but you're right. And I've seen lots of criticism of Bruno in particular as United's captain on the day. Yeah. I and mean, I'm, I'm, and I'm, I'm curious about what, what you make of that. Look, crying Bruno, um, what else can there really be to say about him? I, I think he's a fantastic player. Really, really high quality player. But it is his character that holds him back. He clearly needs to be surrounded by really good players to shine, which mm-hmm. is fine. I think even someone like De Bruyne struggles in that department. He's, he's a bad leader for different reasons, De Bruyne. But Fernandez, he ain't the guy to, to get them over the trenches, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like this tough spot, I mean, they're, they're on a high. They just won a cup, which is really good for them or whatever. I mean, it's the... EFL Cup or whatever, but I mean, let me not, let me not be facetious. Let me not be facetious. Um, it's it's a high, which is great for them, but Bruno Fernandez doesn't lead this team out of this rut by himself. I don't think. Yeah. Harry Maguire, doubt it. Who do they turn to? De Gea, Varane. I don't know. Maybe Lissandro. Maybe he's the guy. I just think leadership is also a really big problem at Manchester United. I mean, this is Manchester United Football Club we're talking about. I, I hate the way you said it. I, I, hate, the, I hate the way it landed. <laughs> I, 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 I hate your punditry. I am... <laughs> I'm, I'm, gl- I'm, gl- I'm glad United lost, but I forgot how smug and uppity you are capable of being. <laughs> Oh man, I'm having fun. Oh my god, seven nil. I don't think I can get over that. 
I don't think I should. We spoke earlier today about a revenge for the 8-2 and that Arsenal and Liverpool have in some cosmic way become aligned in, in, in this mess of a game for them. But this humbling was really needed for United. They need to know that it's not that easy, easy to win a league. Arsenal also are seeing some of the same thing in a very different way, but it's not that easy to win the Premier League. It takes a lot. And just to expect it from a couple of good results here and there, no, that doesn't cut it. You really need to have, be firing on all cylinders. And those that I mentioned over this conversation, I think they need to be addressing that first and foremost. So the question is, Liverpool now, have they restarted their season for the umpteenth time? Does this, oh. does this mark the launch of Liverpool's top four, top four, top four charge? Is that what's about to happen? Is that what you're listen, expecting? Listen, Tot- Tottenham, Tottenham lost on the same weekend to Wolves. Is this, is this the moment that really says Liverpool are back? We believe in the history. We do. We do here. We believe in the history. Trotter's back. Diaz is making his way back. Virgil's back. Um, Firmino's having a swan song season. Um, Salah's proving yet again. Um, let's put some respect on his name. I... I think I think we're back for the seventh time this season. Okay. Um, I can't help but be confident in my boys. I think we're back. No, and you, and you heard it here first. Our, our, our resident Liverpool analyst has, has given the final go-ahead. The equivalent of Fabrizio's here we go. <laughs> mm. No, but honestly, uh, Mr. Bashala, I thank you. I thank you for, for, writing, for writing us this time. Um... My final thoughts on, on all of this, then we can put this all to bed. Mohamed Salah, the, the footballing world's most disrespected, most disrespected mm-hmm. figure, without a shadow of a doubt. Man. Without a shadow of a doubt. With, I mean, look, he's a true legend of the game. No one can take that from him. He's won it all. He's done it all. Liverpool's highest scoring Player. Premier League player of, of all time, bro. Of all time. Of all time. We have to respect him. Honestly, honestly. I'm I I, I think I, I truly am a most understand. He's he's given me too many moments in, in press conferences, in games. He, he's he's not he's not perfect. He's not perfect. He he is he's not he's not Messi's region. That's how it is. No, no, no. He celebrates Christmas, you know. I, I'm, I'm not touching on his religious affiliations. <laughs> this, this is not a Salah critique. This, this, is, this, this is a moment to celebrate the footballer. That, for me, at a personal level, I'm just so grateful for at least the next month has put a, a full moratorium on any conversation about Lissandra Martinez as the best anything. Mm. For, for, for at least a month, Salah has given me the gift, the gift of just having silence Manchester United fans. The toughest, oh, the toughest job in football. And, and, yeah. and, 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 and he did it effortlessly. Effortlessly. Honestly, what, what, what a phenomenal performance. For that being said, you... sir. Uh, so, what were you about to say there before I cut you oh, off? No, no, no. I just, before we sign off, I just wanted to ask you Alan Shearer, most goals against Manchester United now, I think? I think Salah's got nine 
Mm. Henry had eight. Uh, somebody else had eight. I can't remember. I think it's Aguero. Um, I think Shearer maybe has 15 or something like that. Does Salah break that record? 100%. Oh, yes? 100%? This, no, that, that game is his fixture. I'm, yeah, I'm, it it, it, that, it's, it's, it's Mo Salah's game. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's Messi in the, in the classical. Yeah. Like that, it's it's when the, like the world stops and says, "Today we we watch Salah. We see what Salah is going to do. We see how he shows up." Mm, no, true. And he's done it time and time again. And he know and he knows it is. Salah takes a shot off almost every time he scores against United at this point. He can't wait. Mm. <laughs> he can't wait for that game. <laughs> I hope you, I hope you saw that stat line. Um, he's got more yellow cards. Uh, for taking a shirt off, then United have scored against them. That is absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> and I yeah. think that that's the most fitting way to bring this to an end. Mr. Masala, thank you again for your time. We will, we, will, we will definitely be calling you back after Madrid trounced Liverpool once again because, you know, we la- lack a lot of balance. We lack a lot of balance. <laughs> we like to go with the bad. And this has been The Base Never Die. Thank you so much for coming, sir. Thank you so much. Always a pleasure. Thank you. <laughs>